Yellow, welcome back to another episode of Censored News. Man, I love that intro. What a great intro song. Love it. Uh, this is your host, Trey. We got Joe coming right up. We start every episode with the vision of Censored News, which is to educate, equip, and motivate we, the people. We have a very, very packed episode today. We got a lot of stuff going on um, from World War III to James O'Keefe, to uh, school choice, grooming, indoctrination, all this stuff that we're going to get into. We had a lot, um, a lot of stuff going on. So uh, without further ado, the man, the myth, the legend, the guy who spends his nights sifting through the fake news to find out what's most censored, the man himself. I can't hype him enough. I can't stop listening to a silky smooth voice. You know him. As Joe. Joe, take it away. <laughs> <laughs> Joe, I think you're muted there. There you go. Some technical difficulties. And there you go. Take it away. Hey, thank you so much. What an intro. And uh, welcome, everyone. We're glad you are back. And here we are starting off in rapid news. Starting off tonight, we'll be in Nebraska. Yet another train rolled off the tracks. This one is on the east end of Gothenburg. The train contained cars carrying hazardous material again. It is the latest in more than a dozen train derailments this year. Hazmat crews rushed to the scene. Now this is the fourth one in the last 10 months. As the train companies keep laying people off and building longer and longer trains, but with less people to maintain the tracks, it is becoming a problem. Meanwhile, in Ontario, Canada, as the snow melts, we are seeing a chemical film similar to that of gasoline appear on the streets, all coming from the Ohio train derailment earlier this month. Former President Donald Trump announced Saturday that he would visit the Ohio community in East Palestine. This Wednesday, quote, great people who need help now. Coincidentally, FEMA announced the next day that they would be heading there to help with the cleanup. Up until this time, FEMA and the White House have remained silent on the disaster. To take note, on East, Palest East Palestine is a strong conservative area. January 6th, the Speaker of the House, Kevin McCarthy, has made good on his promises to, the, to release thousands of hours of footage from the riots at the U.S. Capitol on January 6, 2021, McCarthy has reportedly handed over 41,000 hours of Capitol surveillance footage to the Fox News host, Tucker Carlson. Carrie Lake, the gubernatorial candidate for Arizona, is setting her sights on the highest court in the state after the Arizona Appeal Court affirmed the Superior Court's decision to confirm Democrat Katie Hobbs as the state's governor. Now, Lake has previously filed a lawsuit against Maricopa County election officials and former Arizona Secretary of State Katie Hobbs, presenting evidence of widespread election irregularity, irregularities and problems on Election Day on, in November, therefore challenging the legitimacy of the election results. For the 2024 election, we have yet another candidate that has thrown his hat in the ring. Anti-woke businessman Vivek Ramaswamy has formally launched his 2024 presidential campaign on Tuesday evening 
with a video laying out what he says is a national identity crisis facing the nation and the need for revival of American exceptionalism. Well, everyone, that wraps up the rapid news this morning. And coming up next, we are going to be talking about school of choice and is there a possibility of World War III happening? And that'll be right after this break. All right. Welcome back. Thanks, Joe. <clears throat> Always great. Rapid news. Uh, and we have more of that coming right up. I mean, there's a lot of stuff. Um, but uh, I just want to get into a couple subjects here tonight. Um, last year, if you remember, we had reports about um, a pandemic treaty, right? Y'all remember the pandemic treaty to refresh your memory. It was a binding agreement between the World Health Organization and its member states, which Spoiler alert, includes the United States. So it all looked but dead last year. Turns out it was only delayed um, and it's been resurrected. And reports are suggesting that Biden is expected to unilaterally enter our country into the treaty, which would subject American citizens to a global medical police state. So this is from the uh, Epoch Time, an, an Epoch Times article, sorry. Um, this is what it said. Written under the banner of the World Together Equitability, the Zero Draft grants the World Health Organization the power to declare and manage a global pandemic emergency. Once a health emergency is declared, all signatories, including the United States, would submit to the authority of the World Health Organization regarding treatments, government regulations such as lockdowns and vaccine mandates, global supply chains, and monitoring and surveillance of populations. Uh, and that is what Biden is signing us up for. Right? We're one step closer to a the new world order, the one world order, right? And it's coming under the guise of emergency pandemics, right? This might be a tough pill to swallow, but it's not just the left's fault. It's not just Biden's fault. It is the GOP's fault as well. Um, of course, we can blame the never President Trump crowd. We can blame uh, the Biden crowd. We can blame the Democrats, the rhinos who actually voted for this. Remember, we told them, we told them that this would be bad, right? This is the information age, even with big tech colluding with federal governments in the campaign of censorship, we can actually still find factual reporting, right? So there's no excuse. And after all that, you, we've been telling them, we told them this was going down. They all still voted for it. So what's their excuse, right? But we as Republicans also bear responsibility. Too many in our party get along just to get along. They still trust the rhinos. Uh, this comes from either cowardice or laziness, right? Neither of which are acceptable excuse whatsoever, right? But this is our time. We can still save this country. It's not too late. And you know what? It doesn't matter. You can still fight it, right? We can still fight this. It doesn't matter if he signs it. It doesn't matter. We don't have to comply, right? But 
just so you know, for all you people out there, and I know that's not our crowd. Our crowds, we got the best crowd. We got the MAGA crowd, right? We got the American First crowd. But all, all you out there, you probably know somebody, someone in your family, your friends, someone who they say they're a conservative, right? But they're more of a Bush conservative. They're more of a rhino conservative. They don't really believe, right? They call us conspiracy theories. They've, they've sold in. They bought into Fox News and, and fake news, right? This is it. Red pill them. Show them. This is actually happening. We've been saying this for years that we're headed towards a one world order, right? This is just more proof. Biden signing this, he is signing our death sentence, right? Because the minute, I mean, because let me tell you this, the minute he signs that, there's no ifs, ands, or buts. There will be another pandemic. They will manufacture it like they manufactured the first one. And uh, that will be their cue to come in, right? federalize our police our local police our local our state governments everything will go federalized everything will go globalized globalization globalism all of this is coming and they're going to take over our federal government which is going to take over our state government which is going to take over our local government and if you've ever seen any movie that deals with the apocalypse that deals with zombies that deals with uh pandemics coming out that deals with literally any world changing event you know the outcome absolute tyranny right so that's where we're headed towards right and so this is not the time to bury our heads in the sand or concede for the sake of a false sense of security right agenda agendas for global subjugation remain alive and well but here's the good news like i said we don't have to comply right so i'm going to move on from that that's just something to think about right i didn't want to spend too much time on it but i want you to think about it this these are the consequences of a stolen election right total tyranny total takeover of our country the world health organization is not does not they do not care about your health they do not care they care about world domination right they care about being in charge of every single person on this planet having power over you being able to decide what you can and can't do with your body what you put in your body where you can go whether you can leave your house or not where you go to school the education you get what you get taught right that is that's what they want total 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 tyranny um so moving on to a subject very important to me is um hey joe give me just a second uh do you mind just talking on that for just a second for me real quick? Yeah, you bet. Absolutely. I hear your thoughts on that. Just, uh, yeah. sorry, I know this isn't in the normal, but just yeah, you bet. On that no, I, I think, and especially as you're reading your Bible and you're going through all these things that you know there is, okay, so you have a right, you have a chip in your hand, you have a chip in your, in your forehead, and it's all for this tracking, okay? It's all this system, this global system, as Trey was saying, so that they can control you. So we had a mock system with COVID-19. And there was, quite frankly, a lot of obedience, but a lot of pushback. And so they're going, oh, okay, we actually don't have all the people on our side. The people aren't dumb enough to listen to us. There's still a few. And so what they do for the few is if you can't kill them, then you need to um, like over control them in a mm -hmm. way of like uh, similar to Canada's government in the protest last year. And we're, we're marking the one year anniversary last year where the truckers, they brought in military and they used force 
to remove these people when they were all peaceful protesters. So when the people take a stand, they realize they're going to get half the people that are going to comply and half the people that aren't. And so with that, you have to bring in some sort of total control for the world because I'm just going to tell you, Texas, Texas is its own breed of people. And a lot of the states are their own breed of people. And they're not going to sit around and let someone else tell them what to do or what not to do. And so if you have a whole global um, global control, that's where they're trying to reach in and and mm-hmm. and step on your your uh rights great yeah i just wanted your insight there for a minute joe joe for all of you that don't know joe is originally canadian but we've converted him he's now a texan don't worry <laughs> <laughs> but he just has a different you know insight uh because being from another country yes canada and the united states are very similar but there are there are a lot of differences, and so it's good to have that. So thanks, Joe, for that. Yeah, and we just, like I said, we are marching towards a global takeover, a one-world order, and we're sleepwalking there. It's time to wake up, and it's time to, to to shake yourself, shake your family, shake your friends, shake them out of this comatose that we've been in, right? We've been America has been sleepwalking for 50 years, and it took Trump in 2016 to finally start waking people up. But it's not over. The work's not even close to being over. So I want to move on talking about Texas, the Texas legislator. Okay. So we're moving on. Sorry, but talking about Texas, the Texas legislator is debating school choice. This is huge. Uh, these arguments, like we know they're not new, the GOP, they want to give parents choice and the Democrats say that it would destroy public school. School school, school choice is gaining because the public schools are not performing as we see in Baltimore, as we see in New York, California, the public schools are absolutely failing and teachers are becoming more out of control with far left gender woke CRT bullcrap. All right. So just listen to this. Let me tell you this. This is a teacher who is more concerned with understanding his understanding of history uh, rather than consulting or respecting the parents. So this was a teacher down in Florida. A Florida middle school teacher is now on administrative lead and likely to be terminated after making a series of videos involving his students, one of which shows white students acting as black students servants. Another video of the English teacher, Ethan Hopper, right, involves his class repeating after him a rhyme about how Florida is allegedly banning books, which we know they're not. Uh, this is what he said. I shall not read books with his students immediately repeating it up. And he follows it up with the, with books are bad. If I read it's approved by the feds, right? We know that's totally not true. We're not, nobody's banning books. They're banning pornographic books. They're banning CRT fake woke far left propaganda. They're not, they're, they're not banning history. They're not banning actual literature. They're banning indoctrination right so in the other in another clip uh harper garbed in a black teachers matter t-shirt so he wears black teachers matter t-shirt to school right and he's also seen verbally abusing a lot of his students for reading a book with a black boy playing a basketball on the cover hey 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 a black boy no he tells the kids uh he verbally abuses him for reading holes uh, in the video. You can hear him say, I'm going to dig up a hole and bury this book in it. So, and he also uh, is 
verbally abusing kids in the video for reading a dictionary, right? So for a guy that is apparently against the government uh, banning books, he seems to be pro pro uh, book banning, right? It's the books that he doesn't like, right? So what's this lunatic doing in a classroom? So I'll just say that this is exactly why parents are in rebellion and going to homeschooling or demanding school choice, or a lot of parents are going broke just to get their kids in a private school, right? They don't want this nonsense, right? They want it to stop and they wanted it stopped yesterday. Now, you know, I'm not opposed to telling students right to teaching students that there were black slaves right they worked for white ranchers right that happened that was in america that happened that is a fact right but it's also another fact how there were white slaves that worked for the british upper class right we've seen in all those pbs shows right or how about how the first black slave or how the first slave owner in america was black right how about another fact that there are currently 2 million slaves in China or how slavery existed thousands and thousands of years before American America was even a thought, right? Those are all facts. But of course, this teacher is not interested in history. The left are not interested in facts, right? This is all indoctrination. This is all propaganda. This is more of the same, quote unquote, I hate the country garbage killing public schools and driving parents away it's coordinated indoctrination to groom our kids into hating their country hating their neighbors and pushing us back into segregation because that's where we're headed to and that's what the left wants they want segregation look across the country right that you go actually look in california they have all black colleges in california that they've opened up won't allow white students in right that popped up a couple years ago Right, you have Democrats actively calling for all black middle and high schools across the country, California, New York. So they're calling for segregation. Right, they hate this country and they want our kids to hate this country. So speaking on hating on America, we just had President's Day, right? And as we all know, it is the left's goal to deride our presidents as part of a woke deconstruction and desegregation of America. Two of America's most noble presidents, George Washington and Abraham Lincoln, right, who President's Day honors the most, really, especially there are those two are routinely scrutinized by the vandals running through our country and institutions. Why? The two most consequential presidents are the ones whom the woke despise most. Washington is the father, right? We call him father of the United States. But what America is he father of? The America of liberty, the rule of law, and defender of freedom, or the America that the left has made up of racism, white supremacy, and historical injustices, right? Likewise, Lincoln held the union together, and he's remembered as the great emancipator and ensured that a United States would stride into the next century in which the United States would be a great bastion of freedom against the totalitarianism of monarchy. Right. So let's just break it down real quick. Let's break down the hatred of Washington. Right. It's very straightforward. Humans, as we all know, we live by stories. Right. History is a story. History tells a story. Your life tells a story. We live. Humans live by stories. Because we live by stories, Washington is a central figure in whom the two stories of America can be told. 
right? Just like I said, you can have the story of America, of liberty and justice and rule of law, or you have the story of the left where America is a race is full of racism and injustice, right? You have the far left woke 1619 project and other woke ideologies. They want to tell a story in which the America of liberty, justice, and rule of law is replaced by the America of slavery, injustice, and racism, right? Washington stands on the on this crossroad because he is the first president after the Constitution's ratification. Wow, we're not even in the education part, and I'm already educating you, right? So he was the first president. We all know he's our first president after the Constitution's ratification. So Washington must either be understood as a champion of liberty and equality, or he's complicit, or he's a complicit defender of oppression and justice and white supremacy. The woke chose the latter story, right? So that's why they hate Washington. Why do they hate Lincoln? They hate Lincoln because he represents the historic America, because he advanced the cause of manifest destiny at the expense of indigenous tribes, and because he represents the supposed quote-unquote white savior complex, right? So Lincoln is somebody who the left say need to be destroyed. In fact, Democrats in D.C. and in other states have already removed statues of Lincoln, and they want more statues of Lincoln to be removed. So Lincoln, therefore, and the story of the woke represents the continuation of the system born from Washington, the founding fathers, and America's colonial heritage, which the woke proclaim is bad, 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 right? They complain. They say it's evil, right? He's racist. Right, but they don't talk about Lincoln, how he ended slavery. They won't they won't concede that. They won't concede that he was a Republican who ended slavery. Right. They won't concede that Lincoln, with manifest destiny, pushed America into into expansion like we never knew before. Right? But they won't talk about that, right? Because they want to rewrite history because this is all indoctrination. This is all coordinated to to indoctrinate our kids into hating this country, right? The left's indoctrination story of America as an oppressor is told very intently for a few reasons. First, it sows a spirit of hate into the hearts and souls of the next generation. Hate for our country, hate for our history, and hate for each other. Nothing can be built on hatred. Hatred only destroys, right? They, wanna, they want the next generation to be angry, little bigots who hate this country, right? Who will allow anything and everything to come in, take over, and systematically destroy, right? Second reason, it is meant to destroy the notions of individual liberty and freedom by saying we are guilty of past actions or victims of past actions, right? So you're either a victim or a victor, right? They scream equity and equality, but what they really mean is uh, to tell uh, what they really mean is tyranny, right? That what they really mean is they want to be in control. What they really mean is they want to control you, what you do, what you say. Just like going back with the World Health Organization, same thing. They want total control, and they will use white guilt and the quote unquote sins of the father mentality to start seizing land, seizing property. You will own nothing and be grateful for it. That's where we're headed for. Look at California, Oregon, Washington, New York. They are talking about reparations, right? In California, you have actual lawmakers in California, the state of California, trying to pass laws 
to have white people give up their property to black people, right? If we look through and you have any slave owners in your history, doesn't matter if it was 200 years ago, 600 years ago, a thousand years ago, you weren't even good. America wasn't even a country, but you have a slave owner from a thousand years ago. We, we deserve your land. That's what they're saying. So they're going to, they're going to use that as a pretense to take our land and take our property, right? Third thing, finally, it negates the heroic sacrifices Americans have made from settlement to today in the advancement of liberty and justice for all, both in America and for the world, right? They don't want you to know that America is the beacon of freedom, right? They don't want you to know that America is the beacon of liberty, right? That we have more justice in this country than anywhere in the world right? That we have more liberty in this country, more freedom in this country than anywhere in the world. America, y'all know this. We were called, we're called the great experiment. Never before in history has, has citizens of a country have had this much freedom. Never before. America's the one who did it. We've paved the way, right? That's why we're the police of the world. We don't want to be the policemen of the world, but that's why we are. That's why they push for that. That's why people want us to be the police of the world because we paved the way for freedom, right? And so they want to they want to erase that. They want to make sure our kids don't know anything about that, that they don't know the sacrifices that were made to get this country as it is, right? Because like I said, and I say it every week, they are systematically destroying this country. We blame Biden a lot, but it didn't start with Biden, right? Biden's the one who's destroying it the most. He's made the best head, most headway, right? It, it didn't happen with Obama. It didn't happen with Bush. It's It's been going on. For over a hundred years. And we can get into that. We can get into that. We can go back. Teddy Roosevelt. Right? There was a swamp back then with Teddy Roosevelt. And how they tried to keep him. Right? From being president. Right? And he he, he ended up being president because he was VP. And the, the president ended up getting assassinated. And they went wild. The swamp went wild. They never thought that would happen. Right? And he ended up being president. And he was actually a really, really great president but there's swamps been around a long time it's just formed and changed right but for a long time and it's really ramped up the last 50 years but for a long time people have forces have been coming against the great experiment america they've wanted to trample on our liberty because these people these powers that be hate hate it when citizens have freedom when citizens have rights right the tyranny that this noble nation helped to defeat in the past century uh, were built on hatred, right? Hatred of Jews, hatred of capitalists, hatred of Christians, hatred of anybody not Iran or communist, right? That's what we defeated. The last hundred years, we defeated those people. Hitler, Stalin, right? World War One, World War Two, right? We lost Vietnam, but we still went over there, right? Think of all the wars, Afghanistan. Iraq. Think of all the wars we went in and we won, right? The countries we quote unquote liberated. We know a lot of that's, you know, kind of, but whatever we won't talk about. But think about all the the all the uh, all the tyranny we've defeated in the last hundred years, right? Think about that. Teach your kids that, right? Washington and Lincoln, they stand to remind us of the power of patriotic love and duty and how patriotic love and duty can and will lead to a new birth of freedom.
This is why it's crucial to the future of this great country to fight back against CRT, the 1619 Project, and every other far-left revisionist ideology that comes against us. Combine this with the hundred other way Biden and his administration and the left and the rhinos are destroying this country. It is very clear that we're marching towards communism, socialism, tyranny, whatever you want to call it. The road that we're on does not end well. It's past time to stand up and push back. Do not let the school your children are in push this crap down their throat. Teach your kids at home about Washington, about Lincoln, right? About our forefathers, right? About what they did when they came over to America to start this great country, right? About the wars that we fought, the, the, the tyrannists, right? The dictators that we fought against, right? The people that we helped free, right? Remind them about the power of patriotic love and duty because that is going to what that's going to be the only thing that saves this country right we have to get ahead of this woke ideology we have to get ahead of this indoctrination it's time to fight back and stand up so cool so i'm going to end it there real quick we're about to go to a quick break when we come back we got joe he's going to hit a couple things real quick and then we're going to have a little chat about it we're going to talk about it we're going to talk about world war three we're going to talk about james o'keefe talk about a few more things so uh yeah i'll see y'all right after this break Hey, welcome back, everyone. So if you haven't heard, James O'Keefe, the founder and CEO of Project Veritas. Now, Project Veritas is a journalist. It, it would be an undercover journalist operation. And James O'Keefe founded it in 2010. And what it is, is these guys wear, they wear cameras and uh, undetected or, or unnoticed, and they go around and they they interview uh, politicians, they interview CEOs, people that are in shady business or in some sort of shady deal. Uh, Project Veritas has one of their journalists go out and become friends with them and try to get them to leak information that they wouldn't tell to the everyday person. So. As of recently, he broke one of the top stories in his 13-year career, like massive. They got over 50 million views, and what it was was one of the Pfizer, um, one of the Pfizer employees uh, was releasing information to this journalist that was undercover about all the effects of the vaccine and all these things. Of yes, it could affect your your menstruational cycle. Yes, there is a possibility that the next generation, um, it could be affected and all these things. So then they confronted them. They went through the whole spiel and I'm not going to get into it. You can go to Project Veritas and, and see the video and they confronted him. They got through all this stuff. The guy got aggressive and he knew he was caught. Whole thing, massive story. Okay. This just happened like two weeks ago. And then all of a sudden, uh, Project Veritas, the board of directors, uh, says, hey, you have an indefinite suspension, James. You, you no longer work here. So just to read quote from James, he said, 
since it's already out here, I'm going to give my heartfelt remarks to my staff. Uh, this is on Twitter, but he said, I just want to make it clear I have not resigned from the company. Um, I was stripped of my position as CEO and chairman. And he released like a 45-minute video of, uh, um, I'm just highlighting here, but it what I, I don't know what the reason was. I don't know why they did it. Um, there's speculation, but the only thing that we've done that has been of massive change in the last couple of weeks has been under uh, uncovering this story with Pfizer. So then you have um, Project Veritas and their board of directors release a statement shortly after James does his video and it's just going, hey, um, yeah, James was spending donors' money on a private jet. He spent $150,000 on black vehicles. He spent money on X, Y, and Z. And James is like, whoa, 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 wait a second. Like, that's that's not true. So there's definitely something shady going on here. What are your thoughts, Trey? Um, yeah, I think it's coordinated. I mean, they proved that Fauci was lying, Pfizer was lying. They were doing gain-of-function research, right? They did. I mean, the guy literally admitted they were manipulating the virus for new variants to keep the pandemic going, right? So they could sell more vaccines, more boosters, right? They admitted that. They caught it, right? It's all on tape. There it is. And now all of a sudden, James James is getting booted right they're attacking him right it's all coordinated i mean it's just uh, call it what you want deep state swamp right this is a coordinated event to silence him and to get him to shut up right they think that if they can oust him right that will at least i mean they know he's got to go somewhere else or they know he's going to start something else he has such a massive following he can go literally anywhere but watch this the minute he starts something else he will immediately be banned on every single social media site youtube right he's going to be banned on youtube twitter facebook watch it i guarantee it because this is a coordinated event from big pharma right from our government from the swamp this is a coordinated event to get him to shut up he he proved single-handedly, right, that all these people on Capitol Hill that have been testifying for three years are lying and have been lying. Yep. Right? And so I think it's just an attack on him and they're trying to distract, right? And he he posted a 45-minute video where he went through every single allegation and proved it wrong. He came with receipts. He has the proof, right? So – uh, so if you're out there, unfollow Project Veritas. Make sure you unfollow them on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube. Unsubscribe, right? And just go follow James because this is absolutely crazy what they're doing, right? They, they sold, they've sold out. Someone like Joe said that probably got paid some money, uh, and now, I mean, just how ludicrous it is. They they said they they accused him of being reimbursed twelve thousand dollars for his wedding. He's not married and never has been married. <laughs> so they were just making up, <laughs> you know, so just another attack, right? We see the same thing with Trump. We see the same thing with any, with any American first patriot, right? Anybody going against the buck, right? We see the same thing happen to them. It was only a matter of time, right? They tried to censor him. It didn't work. So this is the only thing they could do. So, and, and, and I'll just say this is that if that is the case, 
a hundred percent which it, it's just it's looking like that you know it's mm-hmm. honestly looking like that okay someone someone had a conversation it's all coming after a massive story is exposed but i'll just say this okay if you are a big project veritas watcher um you can keep watching whatever but a lot of times what will happen is when you have a strong leader like james o'keefe o'keefe when you have a strong leader like him that has the driving vision for the company is to expose these people is this is what will happen project veritas will not change overnight okay but over the next five years they might start becoming a little bit more um liberal and they might not un- they'll they'll keep uncovering stories mm-hmm. but they'll just start getting less and less and not as aggressive because they have such a name they have such a following now it could yeah. be james o'keefe is so part of project veritas that project veritas dies like Trey, I give them six months. Yeah, I give them six how, months. How many followers did they lose overnight? Uh, just overnight, I think it was a total of across all their board, almost a little over half a million, just overnight. Okay, so they so the they board. lost. So they could they could be right closed up. Doors could be closed, and they could uh, close up shop. Or someone might buy them out and say, "Hey, you guys are really good at what you do." But you got to obey by these guidelines. We want to. Yeah. We want to start making it a little bit more liberal. So just watch and yeah. see. Watch and see. I don't see even what think happens. that's. I don't even think that's the intent. I think the intent was to get it shut down. They realized they couldn't do it with him still there. So I think they will. I think they'll just let it die. I don't think they have any intent of. You know, I think they'll put on a facade for the next six months to a year. Oh, we're still out there. We're doing this. We're doing that. But I think they're going to let it die. I think that was the whole point of it that they wanted it to die. I see. They they can't stop it, you know. Nope, that's really good. And that does not transition us into the next segment, but we're just going to make it happen. So how many of you guys remember when Kim Jong-un, Rocket Man, is threatening to nuke the U.S. and President Trump flies over there? He was already over there for an event and said, well, hey, while we're here, uh, let's go to let's go uh, let's go meet Kim Jong Un and and have this conversation. Okay, mm-hmm. right now, first president, president Biden, to ever step foot in North Korea. Yes, ever, ever. Yep. A very brave move because you don't yeah. know what he's thinking. He's a very uh, you don't know if he's going to trip. You know if if his salad if his bread is going to fall off of his plate and hit the nuke button. Like just a very careless, mm. clumsy person. Yeah. So uh, Joe Biden goes to Kiev, meets with Vladimir Zelensky and a Democratic presidential presidential historian, Michael Boschlis, is likening the president's bravery to that of a legendary U.S. president, George Washington and Abraham Lincoln. After already talking about Washington and Lincoln. After already talking about Washington and Lincoln. And here you have a guy that's going over in his motorcade, all these things, going over to Kiev to drink drinks, have his little conversation with uh, Zelensky. And I honestly don't even know what they're talking about other than more money. So Mm -hmm. the U.S. is one of two countries that have given over $5 in aid to Ukraine. 
the United Kingdom is the it has given five billion, over five billion. We've given over a hundred. Yeah. Yeah. And we touched that uh, I think two episodes ago. And yeah. it's just crazy. All these other countries are just saying, hey, you kind of do your thing and we're gonna put it on the backs of the American. And then you have President Biden saying a year ago, mark my words, if we send over tanks, it's World War Three. And what yep. just happened, Trey? Mm-hmm. Three three weeks ago, a month Sent ago, tanks over. We're sending over tanks now. When's yep. it going to happen that we're sending over airplanes? Yeah. Like, like this is just getting crazy, and everyone's talking as the one year anniversary is about to happen. In that, uh, Vladimir Putin, after kind of mm-hmm. his winter break, has five hundred thousand soldiers. He's going to have five hundred thousand soldiers ready, ready to basically go strong after after the winter break and so it's really interesting how long is it gonna is it gonna carry on how far because putin also knows that we have an election coming in 2024 Mm -hmm. okay that's two years away donald trump is going to get back into office 2024 something big is going to happen trump's not going to allow that to go on first off money's going to stop immediately yeah and then from there, we're going to see what Putin what Putin's going to do. Putin has just made statements in his in his. It would be similar to like the State of the Union speech. Putin just gave his speech in saying that hey, it's the West problem, mm-hmm. it's the U.S.'s problem in in doing in funding all of Ukraine and all this country, and you guys are the cause of the war. Mm-hmm. So and he, and he said and I'm trying to and I'm trying to pull out of it. So there, <laughs> there's a disconnect somewhere. Yeah, <laughs> we got to find the disconnect, and and I don't think Joe Biden's going to find it. No. So two things on there. First one, Joe Biden. They asked him how long the combat, the war would persist, and he said as long as it takes. Unfortunately, you know nobody knows how long. It is, you know, there's no talks, no strategic goals. There's no exit ramp, right? Like we said, this is this is probably going to last a while, right? And he thinks that he's going to ride this Ukraine war um, as a war horse to a second term. He thinks he's going to be the Churchill, which he's absolutely is not. He is sleepwalking us straight into World War Three. Tack that on with his pointless stunt. You know, going over to Ukraine on President's Day. And then as soon as he gets there, they did fake air raid sirens. Sirens. They they wanted to make it look like he was in a war zone. So they put up the, the air raid sirens and it was all totally fake. Right? He's just provoking them, right? He's pushing Putin, right? And what 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 is this all for? Is it for is it for Hunter? Right? Is it for Pelosi's kid? Right? All Biden's kids, all these, all these kids. Remember, you can't forget. All of these politicians had their kids over in Ukraine working on gas boards, right? You can't forget that. You can't forget that Ukraine three years ago, four years ago, even the left would admit it. Ukraine was the money laundering capital of the world. It is known for being one of the most corrupt countries in the world. And now we're sending them $100 billion, right? President, uh, or, or during uh, Putin's State of the Nation address, he announced that Moscow would be suspending its participation in the New START Treaty, right? Do we know what the New START Treaty is? It's a treaty that 
Russia has with the U.S. that limits the number of nuclear weapons each country can hold, right? Putin said the U.S. wants to inflict a strategic defeat on us and try to get our nuclear facilities at the same time, right? And so, uh, yep. And so then he said, in this context, I have declared today that Russia is suspending its participation in this treaty on strategic defense arms, right? So he's suspending the treaty, pulling out of it. Right. He's provoking uh, Biden's over there provoking them. And by the way, Biden actually had to get permission from Putin. This is the thing that's even crazier. Before he went over there, his team, Sullivan on his team uh, confirmed, yeah, we, we called Putin, let him know we were going over, made sure everything was OK with that. So they had to ask permission from Putin to go over to a country that Putin is fighting. Right. To give them more. None of this makes any sense whatsoever just like joe was saying that none of this makes any sense how long is this going to go on for we are he's sleepwalking us right into world war three and all the rhinos in washington are going along with it the democrats have become full out full out pro-war i remember a time when the democrats used to hate war they were the mm -hmm. anti-war people. Now we have full-on war Democrats, full-on war Republicans, and it seems like us MAGA, America First, Trump supporters are the only people screaming, make it stop. Right? Make it stop. Make it stop. And then I think this is actually interesting. Putin, in the state address, he said, uh, he said Biden's surprise trip to Kaviv on Monday proved Zelensky was Biden's quote unquote servant. And that was actually the mark of Biden's 2024 reelection campaign. And so Putin knows what's going on too. I mean, he knows, uh, they, they and, have it all that's going on and yeah. And I'm trying to remember the exact number, but I believe Putin has been through, um, three, three presidents. Yeah. Um, here three, I think four. Um, four. I think Clinton. it was. I think he got in ninety late nineties. So he would have come in just on the end of Clinton, and so he's seen a lot. And being a being in a in so a this place would be his of fifth power, president. yeah, yeah. These these people know the corruption. They know the game. They know how it's played. And and he's playing his cards. He's looking at the U.S. Going, yeah, you're just going to send money and woohoo, you know, like yeah. That this whole thing that's happening, and maybe, and maybe Putin and Zelensky are into it. I I have no idea. You know, maybe Biden and uh, Putin are are in cahoots together, and so mm -hmm. they're letting it happen. Like, you just don't know when there's so much corruption going on, and when you have these older politicians that have been in power for a long time, the connections that they have is is just it goes way back, and so. Yeah. What they're pulling, what they're trying to pull off, we just kind of see from a from a backstand view. But honestly, everything is and will be revealed. Like it, it's yeah. all coming out because it's not sustainable. So we're just seeing in this fight in the Pfizer. It doesn't yeah. matter how much money you have; it's not sustainable to hide it. You can't hide the the effects that people are having. Uh, from the vaccines, you can't. Money yep. can't hide that. Money can't shut up the American people. People are finding out, right? People are finding out, and so the truth is always coming out. It takes mm -hmm. longer. Like, why are we just now finding finding classified or hearing about classified documents from JFK 
all these things. You're just like, gosh, come on. This was a long time ago. Like yeah. we need to have, uh, <laughs> we need to have quick trials. Yeah. Just but, like Trump said, we do know one thing. One thing we know for sure is they will use World War Three as an excuse to rig the 2024 election. And I would not be surprised if World War Three breaks out and Biden tries to uh, stay in office and suspend the elections because he would be a quote unquote wartime president. You know what I mean? But mm -hmm. either way, they're going to use World War Three to rig the election. And that's what they're going to do. They're going to try and suspend election laws yada yada whatever they might even use this as the excuse to federalize the elections but we do know for a fact they will use this to try and rig the next election so uh we're gonna go to a quick break real quick when we come back we are gonna get into some voting um our education segment today is gonna be about voting um who can vote? Where do you vote? How do vote? How does voting work? Why is voting important? Right. So, right after the short break, we will be back. All right, here we are. So, I just want to say as we as we talk about how voting works. I've heard this often and I'm just going to I'm just going to give it to you straight is that I've talked to many people and they've told me, "Hey, I don't vote because I don't get into that political thing." Okay? That is the wrong that is the wrong attitude and Trey and I have talked about this before on the podcast is that you're one person, you're one vote. But when you put your vote with someone else, that's two. When you put two with someone else, that's three. And it goes on and on and on to where you have a presidential election and you're having 80 million votes and 50 million votes. You know, it all adds up. So you have to realize that there is there is so much power in your vote. And they, they word it so well here. An important part of the United States government is the right of every person over the age of 18 to vote. Here's the key right here. Voting is not only a right but a privilege and a responsibility. You have to grab that, that in the United States of America, it is a privilege and a responsibility as a citizen of this country to vote. And that's the beauty. Trey, Trey touched it perfectly, where he's saying we're the first, the US was the starting of something new, okay? And because we vote, because the people vote, because we're not told who to vote for, but we have the choice of who we want to vote for, that is what makes our country so amazing. So a couple, a couple info tips on this is who can vote. When the U.S. government was first formed, only white men over the age of 21 were allowed to vote. This was changed, however, over the years to include everyone regardless of race or gender. Today, anyone who is a citizen, and they are trying to change that, and is over the age of 18 can vote. Quick little tidbit, is voting important? And we just went over this. Yes, it is super important for your vo voice to be heard, even though your one vote, one is what makes the millions. If you are a citizen of this country, it is crucial that you vote. And here's the other thing, be intentional with your vote. 
Don't just flippantly go out because your college besties, they just vote be whatever party they want. Be intentional with your vote. Read up on the candidate candidates, educate yourself, go to go to straw polls and learn about these people before you vote. Trey, why don't you take the next part there? Yeah. Uh, I'm going to skip that one and just go to the next one. Um, What do we vote on? In elections in the United States, we mostly vote for people who are going to represent us in the government. This could be in a wide variety of positions, but usually we vote for someone who we think is going to vote and work for issues we find important. People who think like us, the way our opinion and viewpoint are represented in the government. So how do elections work? Elections can be complicated things, especially... When you are talking about a nationwide election like the president, Uh, candidates have large teams of people working for them who try to convince voters to vote for them. They use statistics and polls to determine what people like and try to say and do the right things to get elected. Candidates run ads on TV, hand out buttons, give speeches and have debates to let people know why they will be the best person for the job. Um, How is the president elected? You may think that the president of the United States is just voted on by all the people in the country, and then the person with the most votes wins. But it's not that simple, actually. Uh, The president is actually elected by something we call the Electoral College. So what the Electoral College is, it means each state has a certain number of delegates in the Electoral College based on the population of that state. During the election, when one person wins the popular vote in a state, then they win all the electoral votes for that state. The exception being Nebraska and Maine, who apply electoral votes per each congressional district. Um, once all the votes are in, if one candidate has a majority of electoral votes, then they win the election and become president. In the case where one person does not have a majority of the electoral college votes, then the House of Representatives vote on who will be president. And that's really important. Next week, we'll do a little deep dive of the electoral college and why that's important. But the electoral college is what saves this country every election, right? We don't go by mob rule, right? That means if we went by mob rule, that means California, New York, and Texas would decide every single decision to happen in this country. That means the other 47 states would not have a voice, right? So the Electoral College is really important. And next week, we'll do a deep dive into it. That will be our education. I'm making a note now. That'll be our education segment. We'll do a deep dive into the Electoral College because that is really, and it's important to understand it because the left are attacking it and they don't, they want mob rule. Why? Because they want to push through illegals right? They want to have a border wide open. Just like Joe said, they're trying to get rid of the citizenship requirement. They're trying to get rid of the age requirement. They want 16-year-olds to be able to vote. They want illegals to be able to vote, right? And there's a reason for that. They want to get rid of the electoral college, right? Because they want wide open borders and they want to ship in people that will blindly vote for them, right? Because they think that they'll get something, right? They think that the government is giving out free handouts, this, that, whatever it is, they're shipping in votes, that's that what it, that's what it comes down to. So the electoral college is very, very, very important, and we'll get into uh, well, like I said, we'll do a deep dive. But that was just kind of a summary about it. Um, I, I just want to say this, just real quick, Trey, is that if there are some of you out there that you only vote once every four years, and that's for your president, 
here it, it's more important than that. Okay, voting for the president is great. But in the last thing that Trey read there is this. In the case when one person does not have a majority of electoral college votes, then the House of Representatives votes on who will be president. Point in case, if, mm-hmm. the, if the Democrats have the majority in the House, then they'll vote for a Democrat president. Okay? Yep. If the Republicans do, then they'll vote for a Republican president. So if you are a one-name, one-person voter, you have to stop that. You have to start voting for all the people. You have to educate yourself on all the people. Mm -hmm. In this case, voting for your state rep is huge because if they didn't have the majority, then this would be the process for electing the president. Yep. And in a lot of states, the state legislator can vote for someone else even though they didn't win the majority. Right. Yep. So it, it's so all, it's important. It's all connected. It's all connected. It's all yep. connected. So really, uh, uh, we say it every week, you have to educate yourself. Mm-hmm. We're giving you just tidbits of what there is to learn, but you have to educate yourself because if they can try and change um, history and constitution and all these things, which they can't because once history is made, it's made. Don't believe the lie that they can change it. You have to know what is true and yep. what you can hold to. Well, everyone, that was this episode. Thank you so much for joining us. And as always, we were releasing episodes every Tuesday night, 10 p.m. and every Thursday night, 10 p.m. Central. We really look forward to sharing our next episode with you guys next Thursday. Till next time.